Inside Cougar Football. Rex makes the catch. 10-5 touchdown! Inside Cougar Football with Isaac Rex. Sponsored by Economics Partners on Cougar Sports Saturday. BYU Texas extended pregame rolls on. BYU getting ready to take on the Longhorns here in Austin. And we're joined now by Isaac Rex. It's Inside Cougar Football. Always brought to you by Economic Partners. Isaac, it's a big week. Uh, you know, we'll we'll get to the Texas Longhorns here in a sec, but uh, I do want to revisit that win last week. Big win over Texas Tech. What was maybe your assessment of that victory over the Red Raiders a week ago? Yeah, that was definitely a huge win. I mean, any win you get in this conference is huge. So uh, it was it was uh, just great to you know see our team kind of click on all cylinders in that first half and then our defense kind of carrying us through um you know the rest of the game and them causing those turnovers has been huge and um you know other guys making plays um thinking about like Darius's catch and you know uh LJ's run just big explosive plays that you know helped to score points it was it was uh really fun to see and it was a it was a very good game. Our crowd was awesome, like always. So, yeah, just a, a huge win for us. You mentioned offensively did quite well in that first half. Not quite as good in the second half. Why do you think there was a little uh, slowing down offensively in that second half? Yeah, I mean, if you've watched college football this year, it's like no team is safe at any point in the game, you know, especially if – you play a little too aggressive maybe at times. And so, you know, our, we were up by 20 or 17 points or something, you know, at half. And um, we were we we were just looking to, you know, come out with a victory, um, if that makes sense. Like, we did not want to take anything for chance. We didn't want to turn the ball over or give them any good, good field position. Um, we just – we just wanted to um, – you know, get out of that game with a win and not be too aggressive because we've seen other teams that have lost in the last second of games or blown big leads. You could think about, you know, the Colorado-Stanford game. Um, you know, that clock management wasn't great by Colorado. They're up by 29 points, and Stanford ends up coming back, you know. So uh, just I, I feel like games like that maybe scare um, coaches or players a little bit. So we, we played uh, – pretty conservative in the second half. Um, but we also, you know, we took some time off the clock by running the ball. Um, Aiden came in, played really well. Um, our O-line blocked well. So, yeah, there was a, it was good to see that, you know, we could um, get out with a victory more than anything. You bring up Aiden. How big of a lift was it for the offense to have him back because <laughs> – He's been a guy dealing with an injury pretty much the entire season. That was the first real glimpse we got of him kind of being the the guy that everyone everyone expected him to kind of be coming into fall camp. Uh, what what did Aiden provide to the offense? Yeah, it was huge. Uh, I mean, he's a thousand yard rusher at UNLV last year. He he's you know played at Louisville. He's such a good back, experienced back, and we're going to need him the rest of the way for sure. Um, especially with our, you know, our schedule coming up, the teams that we're going to be playing. Um, Aiden's going to be huge for us. And, yeah, he's he's such a good guy also. It's just good to see him back. And he, you know, has been battling injuries this year, but to see him out performing and running um, and, you know, breaking tackles and getting first downs was super awesome to see. So 
uh, we're so happy and, um, you know, proud that Aiden fought back from his injuries um, with us, you know, this year for the rest of the season. Isaac Rex is our guest. We do this every single week. Do you ever find yourself distracted between the third and fourth quarter when Cosmo's doing some ridiculous stunt? I don't know if you've seen the viral clips of him with the fire uh, the fire knife, but man, that guy just continues to impress. Yeah, but here, here's the deal. I'm going to expose Cosmo a little bit. <laughs> now, Cosmo, it's not just one person in there. Let's be honest. You know, right. there's multiple different Cosmos that do multiple different tricks. And so to I feel bad like Cosmo gets getting all this credit by, you know, dancing or with the the cougarettes or um, you know, doing push-ups on the tables or backflipping in a pool or, you know, fire dancing. But we all know that's three that's four different people inside Cosmo's costume, you know. So Cosmo, he gets all the credit for all this work that supposedly he's doing. But, I mean, it's four different people inside one Cosmo suit. So that's where I got to expose Cosmo a little. I want to see, you know, the face of Cosmo maybe once in a while, you know. I want to I know who's actually underneath doing those stunts. Instead, they're just giving all the credit to Cosmo, if that makes sense. So, you know, I might be a little cynical, but shout out to the people that are inside the Cosmo costume. I love you know, that. Getting it, getting it done. I love that's that. You're right. See. We need more stunts where the the Cosmo head goes flying into the stands, and we just get a yes. quick glimpse. Yeah, I want to where... see. I want to see who's underneath. The, you know, the Cosmo suit because Cosmo, he's just a a figure of our imagination. You know, he's not a real person. There's a real person underneath that costume. Do you so. th- your theory, Isaac? Do you think the three or four people that are that are you know manning the uh, the Cosmo suit? Do you think they're students, or do you think these are? The, the, are they people among you at, at classes and whatnot? Um, well, I, well, I actually, maybe I'll even expose Cosmo a little bit more. I actually know one of the Cosmos. Ooh. So he's actually a good, <laughs> oh. he's a good family friend who actually did one of the stunts that, uh, you know, I won't name just because oh. I know it's, it's maybe, I don't know if it's like a secret fraternity <laughs> inside the, the Cosmos suit that no one wants to, to know about or you know it i don't i don't want to say it's a you know a, a cult or something you know the the cosmo cult i'm just kidding but no it's uh I, I actually know one of the dudes who is a cosmo and he's uh yeah he's been one of our good family friends for a while and he did one of the stunts and it, one of his stunts was so cool that i want to like you know shout out my boy that did it if that makes sense yeah Instead, he has to be super secretive, and he he can't tell anyone that he's the Cosmo. And you know, I'm I'm trying to like, like you know, give him the credit because he's my friend. He deserves it. He did this awesome stunt, but instead, Cosmo, you know, gets all the credit. So that's where I I kind of stand with the whole thing. The Cosmo fraternity is very secretive, but the BYU fraternity is pretty well known and well documented. The family culture at BYU. For, for listeners out there that maybe don't realize, your brother obviously plays on the team second year with him. Preston Rex, the safety, he's been getting a lot more time the past couple of weeks. How fun has it been to see Preston getting some snaps, having some success at safety? Oh, it's been so fun. You know, I, when I um, watch the defense out there, uh, usually I'm just like focused on, 
the whole defense as a whole just seem, you know, like, you know, what, um, just who's making the play in that time. But when Preston's out there, I'm just watching strictly Preston. Like, I just love watching my brother play out there. I love cheering him on. You know, anything that he does, you know, I'm, I'm screaming from the sidelines. It's so fun to see uh, him make plays and him make tackles. Um, and he's, I feel like he's been doing a really good job. And I think he's going to be a really key player for, um, for BYU in, in the future. And uh, even later on this year, you know, um, he's, it looks like they released a depth chart. He's, he's second. So at free safety and that that's huge, man, to be in that too deep. He's, he's going to be, you know, getting a lot of playing time and defensive guys, they um, come in and out. So yeah, Preston, he's he's a great player, great instincts, uh, really physical. Um, it's been so fun to watch him play. I'm so proud of him. And just to, you know, it's, it's funny for my dad. My dad, he used to just only, you know, basically watch me when I'm out there. But now he has to pay attention to the whole game also because he's got <laughs> two different brothers on or two different sons on each side of the ball. So that's where I'm like, that's, I don't know if that's, been done i'm trying to think in byu history as the only one that the only one that comes to mind two different sizes of the ball the only one that comes to mind is luke staley his brother was dustin staley luke was obviously the running back and then dustin was a cornerback but that's the only one that off the top of my mind that comes comes to mind yeah i i I was trying to think you know we have the kafusis they're all defense um the Barringtons they're they were both offense last year uh, the Romneys were both offense well I guess yeah I mean, Tate Tate was here for a second he was yeah. defense but to have like me and Preston both playing in the same game you know together it's pretty it's pretty cool so um yeah it's a it's a joy for the Rex family um and it's a joy for myself to watch Preston out there playing we got to take a break here. We'll continue our weekly discussion with Isaac Rex on the other side. As college football games, they're kicking off around the country. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back in our weekly discussion with Isaac Rex. And let's turn the page now to the big matchup against the Texas Longhorns. Growing up, did you did you watch these games when, when Taysom was wrecking them about 10, 10 years ago? Yeah, man, I, I I remember those games. Um, that was obviously a different Texas team. Um, they were kind of on the the end of the Mac Brown era. Um, you know, the sad. I think BYU fans like to contribute to Mac Brown, maybe losing his job. You know, in that that time, but um, like those were really good BYU teams. And uh, obviously Texas has always been, you know, historic program. They've always been good. Um, And, you know, but this Texas team that we're coming up on, you know, after beating Alabama, barely losing to Oklahoma, like there's, they're, they're, they're different. Like this Texas team is like, you know, the Vince Youngs and, and, you know, those those old Texas teams that were going to the national or always competing for a national championship. Uh, this Texas team is they're 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 legit. They got, you know, four or five stars everywhere and they're uh, really well coached by um, Sarkeesian. So it's a, 
it's going to be a, a crazy matchup. It's going to be really fun. Um, obviously, not a lot of people think we can win, uh, but BYU always plays well when we're the underdogs. So it's uh, it's going to be exciting. To your point about the talent on Texas, Aaron Roderick said Texas has perhaps the best defensive line he has seen or gone up against in his 24 years of coaching. To you, what stands out about the Texas defense and how can you guys attack them? Yeah, I mean, when you watch them, there's no real weakness. Um, you know, they're uh, obviously athletic, um, physical. Yeah, their front four is uh, very big and athletic also. And so, you, you know, we got to come ready to play. We have to uh, – we can't, you know, come out flat like we did against TCU. Um, you know, we can't come out scared. Um, we have to be, you know, ready to roll like this is – there's not a lot of room for error when you're playing uh, these Big 12 teams specifically, but especially, um, you know, a team like Texas. So, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a legit game. It's going to be tough. Um, I think we're, uh, you know, we're prepared well from our coaches, but we have to go out and execute. Coach Sark had some nice things to say about his time at BYU and, and this BYU team that you're a part of earlier in the week mentioned that he sees the offense using you and the tight end group a lot. How do you think the tight end group has performed up to this point in the season? I feel like we've done really well. I mean, we've had a lot of new players. I mean, me and Eric's were here last um, Tava and been really good for us. Um, you know, whether it's on special teams or it's in the run game or even in the pass game in some um, instances it's been a yeah a definite um it's been a great year for for those guys and and for me to you know kind of lead and help them out um but yeah i'm uh, i'm super proud of those guys they've worked really hard they've um you know been great leaders uh they've um, taken you know practice seriously um, they've taken the game seriously. They play physical. So I think the tight end group has been doing really well this year. Wanted to get your thoughts, too, Isaac, on a freshman. We haven't seen him much in, in games. I think only one game this year. But uh, your thoughts on Jackson Bowers, because kind of a you know midseason check. And what, what's your thoughts on, on him and maybe the potential he has in this program down the road? Yeah, Jackson, I mean, in terms of physical tools, he's got all of them. Um, also mentally he has that mentality like he wants to win he wants to be great um, obviously he's still a little young but he's going to be a, a really good player for us in the future and um, you know as long as he um, you know keeps working on you know his body as long as he keeps working on the mental side of the game um, he's he's going to be you know one of the Top tight ends in BYU history, I believe. I believe he has that potential. And so, yeah, Jackson has all the physical tools. He can run. He can block. He can he can catch. Um, you know, he knows his place. He's smart. And I think he's going to be, a, you know, a great tight end in the future. And I think, um, yeah, even starting, you know, next year, like he'll, he'll be playing and he'll be um, getting time as a, as a young redshirt freshman. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what Jackson does in the future, and he has a very bright future, in my opinion. We'll end on this, Isaac. Uh, hours away now from the kickoff between the Longhorns and the Cougars. 
what are one, two, or three things offensively that you guys have to be able to do if you want to upset Texas? Yeah, I feel like, number one, you can't turn the ball over. Um, you know, when we've turned the ball over this year, we've lost. So that's uh, – or, you know, given the other team points, we've lost. So that's step number one, can't turn the ball over. Uh, I feel like step number two, sustained drives. You know, we have to be on the field longer. Um, we've had, you know, a couple three and outs last week that – that weren't good for us. You know, we got to sustain drives on, on Texas. Um, and I think the third is just, we got to play physical, you know, these, these guys are super physical. Um, you know, they play hard, uh, they care, um, and you know, they're not entitled. And so we have to come out with that same mentality. You know, we got to play just as hard. Um, can't back down, can't be scared, you know, just cause we're going into, you know, a big stadium with a historic um, program, you know, we can't uh, back down from these guys. So, uh, yeah, I mean, those are probably the key things we got to do on, on top of a lot of other things I can name. But, yeah, those are probably the top three. Well, best of luck, Isaac. He's BYU football tight end and Captain Isaac Rex. We always enjoy the conversation. Hopefully the Lakers get back on the winning side of things as they get the season underway, and, and you guys keep your winning streak going <laughs> as well. But we'll ch- talk next week and recap this Texas game and look ahead to West Virginia. Yep, appreciate it, Mitch and Matt. Thank you, guys. There you go. That's Isaac Rex here on KSL News Radio.